0: What's up everyone, welcome back. If you're new here, I am Aditya Malukuri, the host of Dad's podcast, the great feature for your bright future. Today we are discussing about how this Feng Shui works. Taking a closer look at Feng Shui can be quite irritating, though there are books on the three-door Bagua that tell you where to hang the crystal to attract a new partner or push your money luck. You may read somewhere that setting up on your bread or desk with your back against a solid wall is most imperative. As you may read as early Feng Shui forecast based on the Chinese horoscope are some flying start calculations. Understand one thing first, whenever you come across deep, meaningful and helpful advice, it is rooted very deeply in Taoism and can be traced back to this called Nizing literature. This means that in the tradition of Taoism, it sees human and nature as a whole. Therefore, heaven, earth and human interact with each other. Feng Shui is about experiencing, understanding and explaining these influences. Since it comes from a completely different worldview, some advice may seem quite peculiar to us, but when explained and understand makes quite sense. Let's take a closer look at the three basic layers of Feng Shui, the Sankei or three entities. 1. The way of the earth. Here we focus on how we perceive the world with our senses. A room painted in specific color could make you quite uncomfortable. Think of a room completely painted red. I think we all could agree that it would be a little hard to go to sleep in a room like this. On the other side a good room to party with friends. In Feng Shui we use the system of the five elements to describe this room as strong fire. Using the five elements we go into great detail to decide Describe how a certain space is set up, with which elements are contained, and how are we resonate with them. And number 2 Human Key The Way of Human. Even though we commonly agree that the above mentioned red room is no good for sleeping, some of us will go, Oh no, that is just fabulous. It's all I need? They crawl up like a kitty and go straight to, to sleep. That's because in Feng Shui we sleep, we always compare a space to the person that inhabits it. Whereas an individual could very well have a very fire deficiency and therefore crave a red room. So to come up with the Feng Shui solution, you cannot go with general advice. You always have to take a person you are working for into consideration. Here we can use different ways of diagnosing our client. The easiest way by far it is to sit down and talk to him and find out about his likes and dislikes. In the ancient days, we used the same means Chinese medicine uses to up to this date. Pulse Diagnosis, Tongue Diagnosis. But even ancient methods like face diagnosis or calculating the BASI eight signs could be applied. The main factor consideration is that we always listen to our client and try to find out as much as possible or necessary about him. Number three, heaven key, the way of heaven. This is the most fascinating part of feng shui. Whenever there are for- forces that are not explained by our immediate visible surrounding, it could deal with the heaven key, the part is not accepted by modern science and not be academically researched, just like Qi. Be aware though, that everybody is able to make a direct experience of Qi within his own body by doing for example, Qi Gong or Tai Chi or Kung Fu. After doing only couple of months of Qi Gong, you will have experiences of heat in your lower abdomen, tingling sensations in your fingers while practicing, etc. One common exercise is through key balls from one, part, one practitioner to the other and while you don't see anything you very well felt it differently. So I think this is how Feng Shui works. It helps us to human being to find and maintain a balance between earth, heaven and our body. So this is today's episode. Hope I can get some value added content for you. Thank you for listening. I am Aditya Lukuri, the host of Cat's Podcast. Signing off. Peace.